How y'all doing? He learns from your mistakes. Good morning. Good morning. That's how it keeps you in cycles. Cycles. Good morning. Cycles. How y'all doing this morning? Cycles. Cycles. Good morning. <laughs> On it too. I win. To lose again. My God. I'm a different fighter now. I've got to thank. Come on now. Good morning. Good morning. See the day. From. How y'all doing? Good morning. Good morning, good morning. Cycles. Cycles. Good morning. Good morning. How y'all doing? Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. That was Cycles by Jonathan McReynolds and D-O-E. And if you have never, ever, 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 ever listened to this song, then I want to compel you to listen to the song because um, it's amazing. And this morning is part of what we're going to be talking about, um, cycles. Uh, I need to go back. We're still in John 5. There's something I need to share with you and show you out of this chapter. The Lord woke me up. He's been talking to me a little bit about it over the last few days. But this morning, he woke me up and really, really started talking to me about cycles. And so I want to talk to you about cycles. That's Jonathan McReynolds. Um, and cycles, and he's featuring DOE. So let me do a few announcements this morning, do a few shout outs, and then we're going to get started in the work. Now I'm telling you, so for those of y'all who always fuss at me and be like, we need longer, I'm telling you right now that this message is coming in two parts. It's so meaty that I'm going to have to break it up so that we get the fullness of what it is. I hope you got your coffee. I hope you got your tea. I hope you got a pen or something to take notes on because you're going to need it. You're going to need it for this lesson today. <laughs> We're going to talk about cycles and how to identify cycles in your life. Uh, most people are not even self-aware enough to realize they're in a cycle. Most people are not. Most people have been laying in a state for so long that they just haven't realized that the state they are in is leading them to living or being in a cycle. And so this state has been perpetuated for so long that it's become their norm. I don't care if it's dealing with sickness. I don't care if it's dealing with finances. I don't care if it's dealing with their children. And so this morning I, and the next two mornings, I hope what I share with you helps you to break cycles off your life, helps you to become more aware so that you can walk into the fullness of everything that God is calling you into. So let me do a few announcements. First of all, um, if you haven't seen any of my midday sips, check in with me on Instagram at just being LMJ. Uh, we're going to talk this morning about dealing with storms or dealing with circ circumstances and situations. So if you're on Instagram, go over there and follow me right now. Tomorrow night, ladies, we have Bible study. 
Um, and I want you to get connected. We're finishing up. we got a few more chapters in Heart of a Servant. Then we're going to go over to the power of words. Um, so make sure you stay. Okay, Holy Spirit. Make sure you stay connected. Um, and then uh, website, LakeishaMJohnson.com. Don't forget about my book, The Launch. If you haven't gotten a copy of the book, I want you to get a copy of that book so that uh, we can make sure we're tapping into everything that we need to tap into. All right, Holy Spirit. Um, so make sure you connect to that. I'm sorry. I'm listening to him talk to me. So we will not have Bible study this Tuesday. We will not have Bible study this Tuesday. Ladies, we're going to take a break and we'll put that announcement out there. We are having corporate prayer. We pray corporately at our church and apparently I need to be at corporate prayer. We have not taken a break from Bible study for a second. So we will not have Bible study this Tuesday. I have to be obedient to the Holy Spirit. Uh, We'll take a break and we'll be right back in the thing next Tuesday. So tune in. We're still heart of a servant. Um, so we'll be off tomorrow night also, and we will be, um, I'm going to court prepare. So here's what I do want to do. If you have a specific prayer request, I'd love for you to send them to me so that we can pray corporately. So no Bible study tomorrow night. I love the Holy Spirit. Hey, Uncle Frankie, he's already always significant for a reason. So no Bible study tomorrow night if something changes and the Lord is not schizophrenic. I'll let you know. So we are talking about cycles. Let me do a few shout outs this morning. Hey, y'all. Hey, hey, Instagram family. Hey, Kim Wynn. How you doing this morning? Hey, Teresa Teagle. Good morning to you. What's up, Tracy Mosley? What's up, Paula Williams? What's up, Vicky? Hey, Sharon. How you doing? Gary Green. Hey, Keila. I see y'all. Hey, y'all. Hey, we're back at Conversa- Coffee Conversations. If you're just logging in this morning and this is your first time logging on, welcome to Coffee and Conversations uh, with Lakeisha. Oh, this Friday. Oh my gosh, I almost forgot. Uh, We have a special treat coming Friday. We have a lunch and learn from one to two on the launch pad. We're going to drop the link to that. The launch pad is a series of online web courses that I've been offering uh, via Zoom. This Friday is processing the process. So if you're in a position, you uh, already have the big idea, you know, God wants you to incorporate a business, then we're going to go through the process and you can ask me questions about incorporating your nonprofit. You can ask me questions about 501c3. You can ask me questions about your EIN number. We're going to walk through. You can ask me whether or not you need to start a sole proprietorship or whether or not you need to do an EIN. I mean, whether or not you need to do an LLC. We're going to discuss all of that on Friday. That's from 1 to 2 p.m. That's on the launch pad and that's via Zoom. So please, um, please uh, get uh, go register. There's only limited spots. It's completely, completely free. Uh, but go get registered for that. And you can find that on my website, LakeishaMJohnson.com. So ladies, I hope if you're some of y'all just logged in, no Bible study tomorrow night, I'm going to corporate prayer at my church. Holy Spirit, just drop that one on me. So I'll be in prayer tomorrow night. If you have anything to me and I'll put that uh, in our prayer at church corporately. There's just been a special dispensation on our house. So I know if he has me moving Bible study and I'm going to prayer tomorrow night. So I'm about to go down. So I'm about to go down. I get excited. I get excited. I get so excited at the things of God. Something is about to go down. Something is about to go down. 
So um, I love y'all. Let's get in the word this morning. Y'all ready for the word? Y'all ready for the word? I'm definitely ready for the word this morning. If you're just tuning in, we're talking about cycles. We're still in John 5. We're still in the Grave Robber series. It, we talked a little bit about cycles before. And so if we're by, back at cycles again, then God has got to be significantly showing us something that has to do with some things going on in our life. When anytime Jesus repeats himself to you, my God, anytime Jesus repeats himself to you, it's because there is something going on in your life that he needs you to get the point. And even though you thought you got the point at first, you didn't get the point. <laughs> and so Jesus comes back in to repeat himself because the ultimate thing of God is for us to walk in the fullness of our salvation and who we are. So I need to read something to you. I need to share some things with you. And then what I read to you, I'm going to come back to the end and read to you again. If you're just logging on, I'm doing this in two parts. We got to chew this thing slowly because I don't want him to repeat. I want him to keep repeating himself. I don't want to keep being in the same situation. So let me read to you Matthew chapter four first. Uh, let me pray first. Father God, we thank you for your word today. We thank you, Father God, for what you're doing for us in our lives today. We thank you, Father God, that we are obedient to your word, that we heed warning, Lord God, that we get wisdom, that we get knowledge, that we get understanding, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that we are rightly dividing the word, Lord God, and that the word is multiplying and increasing us in our lives so that we can go out and be greater influences. I thank you for your people today. My God, I thank you for your people today. I thank you for every life that's coming across this devotional. I thank you for every person that I'm connected to. I cancel the assignment of the enemy off this devotional and off their lives. Father God, I thank you today that the word is breaking cycles. My God, cycles of poverty, cycles of debt, cycles of abuse, cycles of mental abuse, cycles of depression. My God, cycles of anxiety, Lord God, cycles, Lord God, of bad relationships, Lord God, cycles, Father God, broken cycles, Lord God. I thank you today is the day that we are breaking cycles, that you are breaking cycles in your word. I thank you, Father God, for a fresh anointing, one that destroys the yokes of bondage of sickness and disease. Satan, I command you to take your hand off God's people. And I thank you, Father God, that your people will walk victoriously, Lord God, able to overcome, able to win, Lord God, able to get their second win today in Jesus' name. Father God, give us revelation. Open the eyes of our understanding, Father God, to the hope and call of who you called us in Christ Jesus, Father God. Let the scales fall off our eyes. Let our ears become unplugged. Let our hearts become fertile for your word, my God. Now, Lord God, let the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart, I cancel these cycles off your life in Jesus' name. And I think you have clarity and wisdom for knowing what a cycle is in your life right now in Jesus' name. Father God, I thank you for your word. I thank you for your people. I thank you. 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 Lord, let your word come forth today. Holy Spirit, go do only what you can do in Jesus' name. Amen. So I need to read this to you, and we're going to get into what happens next. We thank you, Lord God, for breaking cycles. Do me a favor. If you're just logging on, go share the video. Put the video in someone else's hand. If you're on Instagram, take the little arrow at the bottom, punch the arrow, and send it out there in the universe. But today's word, these next two days are going to be so powerful. Um, we, we, we have so many cycles, we don't even realize where we have cycles in our life. We don't even realize where we have cycles in our life. Uh, most of us are not aware 
aware of our cycles. And so the Lord is going to talk to us about cycles over the next couple of days and how to break cycles. So let me read Matthew 4 and start here. It says, then Jesus was led by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted there by the devil. For 40 days and 40 nights, he fasted and became very hungry. During that time, the devil came and said to him, if you are the son of God, tell the stones to become loaves of bread. But Jesus said to him, no, the scriptures say people do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city, Jerusalem, to the highest point of the temple and said, if you are the son of God, jump off. For the scripture says he will order his angels to protect you and they will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. And Jesus responded, the scriptures also say, you must not test the Lord your God. Next, the devil took him to the peak of and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. I will give it all to you, he said, if you kneel down and worship me. He said, get out of here, Satan, Jesus told him. For the scripture says you must worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil went away and angels again took care of Jesus. And I want to tell you something. After this, Jesus' ministry began. After this, Jesus' ministry began. So let's jump back over into John. I see you, Holy Spirit. I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. You are building a case for Christ. We have just been building a case for Christ. If you have not been in this Grave Robber series, I suggest that you go back and get all those videos. If you're not subscribed to my YouTube channel, go get them. So let's go back over to John 5. We were at the Pool of Bethesda. That's where we last found Jesus. He had just um, spoken to the lame man and told him he was healed. The lame man had picked up his mat um, and the, the he had made the Sadducees and the Pharisees so mad. They were trying to figure out who had healed this man on the Sabbath day. Um, and Jesus, after he healed him, kind of disappeared and came back. And so they were asking the man, they're like, who healed you? We're John 5, about the 12th verse. He said, who said, he said, he said, he replied, the man who healed me told me, he said, what are you doing carrying your mat? Because he was carrying his mat and it was unlawful to carry your mat on a Sabbath. Right. It was unlawful um, to carry your mat on a Sabbath. And so they was like, who, who who told you to pick up your mat? He said, what are you doing carrying your mat? He said, well, the man who healed me told me to pick up my mat and walk. And they said, who says such a thing? They demanded. The man didn't know for Jesus had disappeared into the crowd. But after Jesus found him in the temple, this is where I need something significant for you to mark. It says Jesus found him in the temple. So if Jesus found him in the temple, he had to be looking for him. If Jesus found him in the temple, he had to be looking for him. So it says Jesus, after this, Jesus found him in the temple. He said, he pauses and it's like uh, an addendum. He's already told him, take up his mat, go walk. He was healed. But now he pauses and come back and he says something so significant to him. He says, now you are well, my God. He says, now you are well. So stop sinning or something even worse may happen to you. That's what he tells him. He says, now you are well. He says, so I need you to do me a favor. I need you to stop sinning or something else significant may happen to you. Um, and then basically uh, the man went and told the Jewish leaders it was Jesus who healed him. So I want to read something to you. Proverbs 26 and 11 says, as a dog returns to vomit, so a fool repeats its folly. If we skip back over to Matthew, the fifth, fourth verse and the 11th verse, we see that Jesus is in a, a state. 
we know and see that Jesus is in the state. And while he's in a particular state, the enemy is right on hand. Come on, Holy Ghost. He's right on hand watching the state that Jesus is in. He knows that Jesus is alone. Come on, somebody. He knows that he is hungry. He, uh, he knows that he is weary. He knows that he is tired. He knows that he's consumed. He knows that he's overwhelmed. He knows without a doubt that Jesus is in a state. He knows that he's in a particular state. He knows that he's in a particular situation. And if you were on here when I first came on, I was listening to Jonathan McReynolds' cycles, and he says something very significant in this song. He says, the devil knows your mistakes. Um, and, and within this, I'm telling you, the devil knows your cycles. He knows your patterns. He watches you. He knows how you're going to respond to certain situations. He knows how you're going to act at work. He knows um, your haughtiness. He knows your prideful places. He knows what you stand in need of. He knows what you've been begging for, but he also knows the place and points in which you'll compromise. He also knows the place and points in which you're compromised. He's been paying attention to your cycles. He's been paying. I'm going to bring some real live examples into this for you. He's been paying attention to, we can go into your finances. He knows at the point in which you won't tithe. He knows at the place in which you won't tithe. He knows at the place in which you won't sow. He knows in the place when you're gonna charge to your credit cards. He knows your breaking point. He will bring you a situation. He knows um, how you feel about your kids. He knows how you feel about your man. He knows how you feel about your status. He knows how you feel about keeping up with the Jones. The devil knows your weaknesses. He's been strategic at studying your weaknesses because he knows this has been your breaking point every time. This has been your breaking point every time. This is the point in which he's broken you. This is the same. That's why he keeps sending. Can I, can I go into something a little bit deeper than your finances? This is why he keeps sending the same kind of man or woman your way. This is why he keeps sending the same kind of woman or man or woman your way. He knows your because if we suffered at any point in our life, see, it ain't nothing wrong with suffering. He knows if you suffered at any point in your life, then when you get to your kids, you're going to try to make up. You're going to try to make up with your kids. Oh, I don't want them to go through the things that I went through. And so in trying to make up with your kids, you'll lose your financial mind. You'll lose your financial mind. You'll come out of corporate kingdom agreement with God to satisfy your kids and make your kids an idol. I'm just telling you, he studies and knows your weaknesses. He knows if the man or woman you're dealing with is a weakness. He knows if you've been repetitive in that same type of relationship. He knows if you've been drawing that same type of person. I'm going to make it real personal. When I uh, started dating, I'm going to say within the last year or last year or so or two years, I was started drawing. Three times I came into the same type of person and I said, Lord, what is going on here? The common denominator is me. My God, the common factor is me. The common problem is me. And so I took a pause and I said, you know what? I'm not going to date. I'm going to figure out why I keep drawing the same person, why I keep ending up in these same cycles, why I keep ending up in the same situation. It was because the devil was intimately studying me. He was intimately studying me and he was fashioning someone to look after what I thought I was looking for and sending them my way. He is so strategic. He knows your weak points. He knows where you won't say no. My God, he knows where you won't say no. He knows where you're going to cave. He knows where you're going to go give in. He knows where you ain't got enough word in you because every time the same circumstance and situation comes up, you do the exact same thing. 
He knows that. He, that's what he was doing. That's why he presents such a case from you because he knows what you won't resist. He knows what you won't resist. And, we'll, and we say we know he's a liar, but walk into the same circumstances and situations again and again and again. Watch your finances. Watch when friends call you and ask you to go out and you ain't got no money in the bank. But instead of telling them you ain't got no money in the bank and you swore off to God you were going to get your finances together and you swore off to God that you were going to do the right things uh, financially, you were going to start saving, you were going to start investing, you were going to start tithing, you were going to do everything the Lord asked you to do financially. Watch what happens. A situation is going to come. Your tire is going to blow up. Your, uh, you're going to be low on gas. One of your kids are going to need something. A situation is going to be presented so that you can break, so that you can keep into the same pattern and cycle. He's studying you. He's paying attention to you. He's watching you. He knows your weaknesses. You have have to understand that and most of us don't spend enough time this is why i keep telling y'all slow down slow down slow down get your word in you most of us don't spend enough time in the word can i tell you something he knows you're not gonna risk the devil resist the devil and he flee he knows that he knows you're not gonna resist him he knows even for those of you that may be studying with weight issues he knows at your breaking point or what you eat he even knows how long you're gonna exercise he knows how long you're gonna stay steadfast he knows how long you're gonna stand in it he knows at what point that you're gonna get and you're gonna quit he knows that <laughs> he's been watching you and you've been doing the same thing again and again and again, not even realizing that you're in a cycle because you've attributed it to being your normalcy. You've attributed it to being okay. And don't let it be no pattern your mama did. And don't let it be no pattern your daddy did. And don't let it be nothing your homegirls or your homeboys got going on because you're going to continue the same cycle. Proverbs 26 and 11. I'm going to read it to you again. As a dog returns to vomit. See, I don't know if any of you ever bred or raised dog. My dad was a breeder. I had a dog. My miniature schnauzer, she would throw up and then eat her throw up. That's what it's saying. As a dog returns to vomit, so, so a fool repeats his folly. Most of us are not even sensitive to the cycle he's in, we're in. We're not watching the repetitive patterns. We're not watching our pressure points. We're not paying attention to the things that move us and compel us and shift us mentally. We're not paying attention to those things. Of course, he's going to send the brother to you fine in his gray sweats, smelling good, appearing to look like he might can't even quote a few scriptures and you and because you're moving so fast come on that's one of that's one of the biggest mistakes is moving so fast that you're not taking the time to discern what's going on around you you're not taking the time he appeals to your emotions he appeals to your emotions he knows if you're gonna move fast he knows whether or not he's gonna appeal to your emotion he knows what emotionally appeals to you he knows what stirs you up he knows what's gonna have you upset he knows the person that gets under your skin the most that's why the same situation keeps coming to you it keeps coming to you home because the enemy knows you're not gonna pass the situation and the reason he knows you're not gonna pass the situation is because you ain't putting a word in that area he knows you ain't putting no word in that area. He know you've been trying to fake God out. He know you ain't really studying on your own. He know you haven't submitted that situation to God. He knows you trying to handle that God, handle that situation on your own. See, there was a difference here. When I read to you what Jesus was doing, every time the enemy came to him, he responded in the word. He knows where your level of faithfulness is. He knows what you're committed to. He, he knows that. He knows who has president. He knows what your idols are. He knows if God is number one in your life. 
He, he knows exactly who and what you are. He's been studying you. And the reason that he's been studying you is so that he can keep you off your path. He wants you to be in this perpetual cycle. He's trying to drive you absolutely crazy. He's trying to drive you absolutely crazy. He wants you out your mind. He wants you in the same circumstance at the same time, this time next year. He's not interested in you experiencing no freedom. Can I tell you something? This is why he don't want you connected to your church. This is why he don't want you being shepherded by no man or no woman of God. Mm -mm. He don't want you being shepherded. He don't want you to experience nothing. That's why I keep telling you, instead of running away from God when you're in a situation, press into God. He don't want you to meditate on the laws day and night. He's not interested in that. <laughs> that's why I went right when you get in your study time, something come at you. That's why right when a circumstance, that's why you and your wife having the same argument y'all been having for weeks. Because he knows at the end of the day, how you're going to respond to absolutely every situation going into these same repetitive. He knows if you've been mentally ascending. He knows whether or not you really truly believe the word of God. He knows if you have friendships and relationships in your life that might compromise you, he's going to use those friendships and those relationships in your life to compromise you. His assignment is against your life. The devil is not your friend. He's not gonna ever be your friend. He's not gonna ever, ever be your friend. He knows at point which point you're gonna get drunk. He knows what alcohol means to you. He knows how alcohol affects you. He knows everything about you and he's studied that. It's study, he's studied that. And if you don't study the word, you're not gonna be able to do like Jesus did and resist him. Most of us don't even know we're in cycles. We just keep doing it. We've justified it. We've labeled the patterns. We say, oh my gosh, this is just the way I am. God knows my heart. I keep telling you, God knows your heart. He knows whether or not your feet are planted. He knows whether or not your heart is fertile because he's watched you respond to every situation. And not until you make a decision to respond to these situations in the word, are you gonna begin to see the enemy stop coming at you the exact same way over and over again. He's coming at you the exact same way because you're in a hurry. You're in a hurry. You ain't got no word in you. You ain't got no word in you. And you won't let nobody prune you. And you won't let the word of God prune you. And you definitely not going to let the word of God prune you through somebody else. You have a hard time being shepherded in this particular area in your life. You might allow God to shepherd you in your finances, but you're not going to let nobody shepherd you in your relationships. You're not going to let nobody shepherd you in certain stuff. These are the things that you'll keep secret. So won't nobody tell you how wrong it is. My God, my God, my God repetitive cycle. That's why he wants you isolated. I did a, a devotional a long time ago saying isolation is the trick of the enemy. That's why he wants you isolated. He knows that if you're isolated, if you pull back from the word, if you pull back from the tribe, if you ain't get no word in you, if you ain't got no friends who gonna check you in the word, if you ain't got nobody to shepherd you, he knows without a doubt he's gonna victoriously win because he already knows where your weaknesses are. He already knows where your weaknesses are. So you got to break the cycles. Well, how do you break the cycles? First of all, you got to recognize where your weaknesses are. You've got to recognize where your weaknesses are. You got to stop lying that you ain't got no weaknesses. You got to stop lying. You got to stop pretending like this ain't no weak area and this ain't nothing what you're struggling with. You got to admit and bring those things to Christ. Can anybody say, but Jesus... The reason the man got healed at the pool and Jesus came back and said to him, hey, I need you to do me a favor. Now don't go get out of no sin or you're going to be in a worse situation where he, than you are. He needed, he was trying to explain to him, your, 
your physical well-being ain't nothing compared to your spiritual well-being. Your physical well-being ain't nothing compared to your spiritual well-being. It ain't nothing. I'm trying to get your spiritual life right. That's why he said, God, I got to send the teachers, the people to be able to explain this to you so you can break the cycles and experience the change on your life. That's why some of y'all been like, why does the same thing keep happening and happening again? It's a cycle. And the devil knows your weakness. And he knows where you're not going to, what you're going to walk into. He knows what you're not going to walk into. He knows where you're not going to apply no pressure. He knows where you ain't going to put no work. He knows what you're not going to submit to Christ. Some of us been having them same struggles with our kids because we won't submit it to Christ. Same struggles because they don't belong to us anyway. uh, My uncle showed me something yesterday. He said, here are our kids. And the Lord will say to you, give me your kids. And you give it to them, but you're still holding on to the end of it. Well, you don't have the capacity to do what God needs to do in their life. Same thing with your finances. The Lord is saying, give me your finances, and we still hold on to it. We hold on to it because we want to control it instead of allowing him to control it. And God is like, if you'll just give me your finances, I'll take it off, and I'll show you what to do with it. Same thing with our businesses. Same thing with our homes. Breaking in these same cycles. Can I tell you something? I want to end here. And it's horrible for those of us who got some word in them. Because most of us, when we got some word in us, we'll remain coachable. We'll remain coachable. We'll remain teachable. We get a little bit of word that we take off, but it's not rooted in us enough. You got to go read the parables of the soil and determine and find out what level of soil are you. (laughs) What level of soil are you? Because you should be producing. What level of soil are you? What kind of soil do I have? Where is my heart? And how is my heart in position so I can grow? That's why I told y'all something earlier this year. You don't have time to be pointing fingers and trying to figure out what's wrong with everybody else. You need to be so centered on your own righteousness, on your own salvation. You ain't supposed to be checking folks in your house and you the priest of a house, especially if you got no man in your house. A woman ain't called to be the priest of her house. My God, she called to be the intercessor. (laughs) She called to be the intercessor. Even if the priest is out of a line in your house, it's not for you to try to rule and reign over your husband. You're supposed to get in line and be the intercessor. (laughs) You're supposed to get in line and be the intercessor. You're not supposed to be the priest, prophet, and king in your house. So if your husband is out of line, you get in line and be what you call to be, which is the intercessor. You intercede in this thing, and with the Holy Spirit is in him, he'll begin to show him what you need. I'm done. We out of time today. I told y'all this is going to have to be a part two. I told you this is going to have to be a part two. It's a part two to this. It's a part two to this. So you got to recognize, where am I rebellious? You got to ask yourself, where have I not been doing the things that God has asked me to do, right? You got to find out your isolated places, the things that you hide from God, the things that you hide from other people. That's where your cycles are. Come on now, Holy Ghost. I love this. I thank you for this. Lord, we thank you for your word today. I thank you for your people today. I thank you for coming into the revelation and knowledge of who you are and who you called us to be. Father God, I just thank you, Father God. We are breaking cycles today. Holy Spirit, give us the unction. Give us revelation. You said you are our advocator. You said you are our teacher. Show us the areas in our life and in which we've been walking in the same cycles and give us the strength to say no. My God, give us the strength to say no. Father God, we thank you for Jesus. We thank you that he died on the cross for all our sins. And Father God, if there's anyone that's on this devotion that has not received you as Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father God. Today is the day that they are receiving kingdom, Lord God. We bless them. We cover them in the blood of Jesus, and we thank you for your word. 
Let's do our confession and then we're going to get out of here. Let's do our confession. If you don't know Christ as Lord and Savior, I would love to be able to walk you through the salvation process. I will personally walk you through the salvation process. If you know you are in a backslidden state and you have walked away from God and you tuned into this devotional, I will personally love to walk you through your process so that you can get back right where you need to get with God. I promise. I need you. I want to get you right back where you need to be with God. Let's go on and do our confession for today. It says, I decree from this moment forward that I see myself the way God sees me. I'm highly favored of the Lord. I'm crowned with glory and honor. I'm the righteous of God in Christ Jesus. I'm reigning as a king in life through the one man, Jesus Christ, the Messiah. Now in Jesus' name, I declare by faith that I walk in divine favor, have preferential treatment and supernatural increase. I am restored. I have petitions granted, laws, policies, and rules changed, and battles won, which I do not have to fight. Why? All because of favor. The blessing and favor of God is on my life. In Jesus' name, every morning when I rise, I will speak and expect divine favor to go before me. Let it surround me as a shield with goodwill and pleasures forevermore. The doors are now open for me that men have said are not possible to open. No obstacle can stop me and no hindrance can delay me in Jesus name. I'm honored by my father as I receive genuine favor that comes directly from God. I'm special to him. I'm the object of his eye, affection of his, I'm the object of his affection. I'm the apple of his eye. I'm blessed and highly favored in the Lord. Can I tell you something? The enemy studies your weaknesses. He knows what you're weak for. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you with your weak places. There is help for you. Jesus said, I'm not going to leave. There is no temptation. I just showed you that. There is no temptation known to man that Jesus hasn't been through. Because a lot of times we'll say, well, that was Jesus. But there is no temptation. And he provides a way of escape. The Lord has been trying to provide a way of escape for you. And some of y'all won't escape. I've been there. Some of y'all won't escape. Some of y'all won't run. And this can be minute things that could change your life. He, he has a financial strategy for you. My mom's going to do a financial workshop for us. He has a financial strategy for you to change your life. And you won't walk in the financial strategy because you have some weak places. You, you have some weak places and you won't deal with the weak places. Well, that's it. I love y'all. I love you so much. I promise you. I love you enough to share my life with you, to share this devotional with you, to share the word of God with you, because I know what it's to be like in a state and have my eyes clouded and to not have to still have the veil over my eyes and not see the freedom in the word of God is freedom in the word of God. That's why the devil don't want you to get no word in you because he know it's freedom in the word of God. Y'all do me a favor. Go be loved today. Let someone else experience the love of God with you. Can I tell you something? Share this devotional. That's the way saying, I need you to watch this. Tell, tell somebody, go share this devotional. Say, I need you to watch this. Are there any cycles in your life? I love you too much to leave you in a cycle. I love you too much to leave you in a cycle. I'll see, man, I'm just telling you, I love you too much to leave you in a cycle, to leave you in the same place that you've been in far too long. Man, this is kingdom, baby. This is kingdom, baby. I'll see y'all back here in the morning at 5 a.m. Invite someone else. Be on time. Practice the art of being on time. Practice the art of being sensitive to the voice of God. Remember, ladies, no Bible study tomorrow night. I'm going, I'm going to be in intercessory prayer at my church. If you have any prayer requests, you can DM us, message us. Don't comment on the post 
or, or actually email us and we will add your prayer request. I love y'all so much. See y'all later. Break them cycles. Ask the Lord to reveal to you what are the cycles in your life? What in your life have you been in cycles so that he can get you out of those cycles? And I'll see y'all. My granny used to say, chin up, faith out. My lashes. Tell me what I missed. I feel it back up again. Must be something I ate. Come on now. Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.